0: Hey, if you've got a Bible, we turn to 1 John chapter 3, starting in verse 14, and we'll, then we'll look at 14, 16, and 18. That's where we're going to be today. And uh, if you're our guest, let me welcome you this morning. That video is about Timothy Hill Ranch, and we're really fortunate to have Thud Hill, who's the executive director of Timothy Hill, with us this morning, who's going to share a bit about the ministry that they're doing. And I'm thankful that He's here with us today. If you're our guest today and you've never heard of Timothy Hill and maybe you're new to Highland, I'm glad you're here today because you get to see a little bit about what this church cares for, what we care about. And so next week, this church is going to raise $180,000 and then give it away to the best ministries we know, ministries like Timothy Hill where Thud works and and 30 other ministries in Memphis and our country and around the world. Each year, this church gives away about a half million dollars to Mission Points and and works like Timothy Hill all around the world. And this is an incredibly generous church that loves the world for Jesus sake. And so if you're here and you just stepped in this morning, you don't need to give anything. I just want you to watch and see how much this church cares for the world. Let me pause for just a minute. And be- before I forget it, let me say two really important things are happening today. It's well, one thing happening for two different people. At the end of this service, we're, getting, we're having a baptism. We're bringing a young woman into Christ this morning at the end of this service. So you'll want to see that and be prayerful for that here in a few moments. And then also we're going to do the same for a young man during Sunday school class hour. So the kingdom is growing today. Praise God for that. I'm really excited about it. I want to mention that before we move on with Timothy Hill. So I've known Thud and Timothy Hill for, for many, many years. He's a great friend. And as I was working on this Message, thinking about what we might talk about. I've been spending time in First John 3, where we'll be in just a second. And I was on Timothy Hill's website looking for some, just some data, and their mission statement was plastered on the front page, and it caught my attention. It said this, Timothy Hill creates hospitable, Christ-centered communities where lives are renewed and restored through love. And like you saw in that video, they they specialize in kids that are aging out of the social services system in their states, kids who are in a really like a moment of crisis in their lives. Timothy Hill started over 40 years ago. They've served over 1500 young people in that time, started primarily for children without parents, so orphans, and still do some of that, but have transitioned primarily into this service for those who are aging out of the system. And I was was, oh, goodness, God, watch up for that. As I was looking at their mission statement, it was that last word that caught my attention, where lives are renewed and restored through love. That's what 1 John's about. Look with me at 1 John chapter 3. We know that we, so he's talking about Christians. He's talking about believers. We know that we have passed from death to life because we love each other. Anyone who does not love remains in death. And this is how we know what love is. Verse 16, Jesus Christ laid down his life for us. And we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers and sisters. If anyone has material possessions, stuff, money, and sees a brother or sister in need, but has no pity on them, how can the love of God be in that person? Dear children, let us not love with words or speech, but with action and in truth. Just a few weeks ago, this really great, family at Highland moved away. They moved to another state for the last few years. This, this really wonderful family had been pouring into a young couple here at our church. They'd been discipling them. They bring them over to pray with them. They studied the Bible together weekly with this couple. They, they laughed over great joys together. They, they wept together over sorrows. They formed this young couple in love. And so when when the when the older couple moved away out of state, I happened to have lunch with the 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 guy, the younger couple had lunch with that guy the next day. And I said, "How are you doing?" And he said, "Well, last night we spent about an hour on the floor of our living room weeping." He <laughs> said. "And we know why. It's it's love, right?" And what John's saying here in 1 John 3 as you look at that, it's really, it's really worth paying attention to. Because, you know, you, you hear about love on the radio, you read about love stories, you know, love's all over the airwaves. But he's saying that the kind of love that exists in the body of Christ is a different kind of love. In fact, it's a love that looks like this. He defines it. This is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid down his life for us. And when I hear that line, Jesus Christ laid down his life for us, I think of what Jesus says in John 10, when he talks about the difference between a shepherd and a hired hand. And he says, a shepherd will lay down his life for his sheep, but the hired hand won't. And that makes sense, right? You know, a hired hand's out there taking care of the sheep and he's getting paid to do it, but no paycheck is worth your life. But if you love your sheep, I mean, any parent would tell you, you'd die for them, right? And it really makes sense of a lot of the problems in the world and that we, we farm out love to, you know, social services, to governments. And they try their best to love, but they're just hired hands. You know, the kind of love that exists in the world is a different kind of love that exists than that that exists in the body of Christ. And so Jesus goes on to say in John 10, he says, I lay down my life. For the sheep, So there's that line, I lay down my life. This is what love is. Christ Jesus laid down his life for us. And I have other sheep that are not of this sheep pen, and I must bring them also. So the vision of the love of Christ is that that love reaches all of Christ's sheep, which are scattered throughout the world and who do not yet experience the love of God. And so if you were to ask, why does the church exist? It exists so that the love of Christ brings in the other sheep and that they experience that love as well. And in so many ways, Timothy Hill Ranch, which Thud is gonna share about with us in just a moment, is an arm of this church and other churches around the country and around the world who are reaching out in the love of Christ to bring in those sheep like you saw in that video. I was at a, um, a county commission meeting a couple miles from here a few months ago Timothy Hill had been working for a few years to open a fifth location just down the street from us, not far away. As they were working on that program, there was a a massive resistance in that local community uh, because they didn't want kids like the one you saw in the video in their backyard. Kids who were in trouble, kids who were in crisis. They didn't mind that Timothy Hill was serving those kids, they just didn't want them to serve those kids in their backyard. And so I, I walk into this county commission meeting where they're going to make a decision on that. And, and I walk in, and somebody's handing out buttons. And I love buttons. So I go up to get a button, and, and you probably can't see this button. Oh, yeah, you can not see that button. It looks like the no smoking sign. It's just under the, the crossed out circle is THR, Timothy Hill Ranch. And they're handing these buttons out as I walked in. For the record, I walked in, I saw that, and I was like, no, I don't want that. And then afterwards, I asked this sweet lady, I was like, I didn't get a button. <laughs> sure honey you can have my button and so one after one after thud and some others shared about their vision for this campus not far from here and what might it might do for young men like the ones in that video who are in this time of crisis in their lives one after one by one townspeople got up and said we don't want that in our backyard we don't want that in our backyard and many of them talked about being Christians and saying this doesn't have anything to do with my faith it has to do with my property And as I was watching that, I thought, based on verse John three, how can the love of Christ be in that person? How can you not see this brother or sister in need and love them? And then I realized first John three, isn't a weapon for me to use against the world. It's it's a tool for me to use on myself. You know, is is the love of Christ in me? You know, am I willing to make sacrifices of my material possessions, my property, so that kids might feel the love of Christ, so that brothers and sisters in need might experience the love of Christ. You know, Thud, uh, this church makes that sacrifice every year. You know, this church gives over a half million dollars to organizations like yours and others so that others might feel the love of Christ. I believe these guys get it they get it. And I want you to come up and share with us just a little bit about what Timothy Hill's doing and why you're doing it.
1: And I'll jump back up. It's good to be with you this morning. Um, I've had a few people make commentary to me, uh, in recent, uh, years that, uh, my frequency of attending here at Highland has, uh, made it feel like that I might have, uh, membership status, so I have not officially placed membership with Highland, but uh, very grateful for uh, the frequency. It's definitely a a little bit of a launching pad, not only with what we were working on as it related to the uh, property out in Fayette County, but um, obviously with overseeing our Uh, a facility down in Mississippi now and sometimes I'm making my way over to Harding and uh, Memphis has definitely been a a great hub uh, for me to come in and out of and to visit so first of all I want to say thank you uh, to this congregation to the Highland family Uh, and there's uh, there's not a lot of churches that I'm flying down for a, a mission Sunday to get to see because there haven't in, in many regards you know we're outside the Bible belt so uh, there aren't many churches that have supported us to the degree that this congregation uh, has supported us. so uh, very very grateful for that. And beyond what you guys are doing on mission Sunday and the church the works that you're supporting here in Memphis, I also know as you reflect upon that scripture in First John 3 that there's a lot of other individual work that you're doing that's not necessarily tied directly to um, the, the, the corporate gathering here at Highland and that many of you have side ministries and using your resources in different ways. So um, obviously I, I'm encouraged when, when I look at that passage in 1 John 3 and, and am challenged by that in terms of what do I need to be doing uh, to make sure that I'm meeting the needs that God presents before me which are unique and in, in, as some of the needs that he brings before you are unique. Uh, the work that I get to do on a daily basis is, is a little bit crazy. Um, it's very messy. It's very animated. Uh, many people we have recruited from different places around the country and around the world come with great intentions and. Uh, somewhat idealistic in terms of what they are hoping to achieve in in the way that they're going to make an impact with the young people that we work with and um, you know until you've had you know the f bomb dropped on you and and had a kid three inches from your nose with spit flying out and um, seeing chairs being broken and breaking up fights um, and then trying to have a great face and a great attitude to come in the next day. Uh, that uh, this is uh, something that we still get to do not something that we have to do it's not something begrudging and and I'm a big believer and this is one of the things one of the few things I, beyond my mom and dad my my young people that I have worked with have been my greatest teachers um, because they're really really fast to throw up a, a mirror to your face and challenge you about what you're saying and what you're doing and how your life is reflected but I'm a big believer that breakthroughs are preceded by breakdowns and if if we could get that in any relationship that we're involved in to not run away to work through the issues to see people through and not just give up on them. In this fast food society that we live in where we discard everything and anyone so quickly. Man, does love look different when you have the opportunity to work through a problem with someone. And when you do that with young people, you do that with anybody, it looks a whole lot different on the back end of it. People are different And the way that they relate to you because you're standing with them and working through it, not running from it. Uh, I shared uh, in in the chapel that my favorite scene in all of the New Testament is John 21, Jesus in the miraculous catch of fish sitting at the shore cooking breakfast for the people who abandoned him. having a conversation with the guy who denied him and expressing his love for him, not just verbally but letting a fisherman having a miraculous catch by having breakfast ready on the shore and just showing up in a different way. And I want to just share a few thoughts. Um, you know you can jump on our website you can look at the different sites and you know I can have individual conversations with you about different things that Timothy Hills is doing in different locations but to me the, 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 the subject of love and the scripture today is too rich to just pause on stats and figures about Timothy Hill and not to really kind of tie in what I get to do on a daily basis with young people and with families. Um, The question that I ask on a regular basis with our staff is what does love look like and what does it do on a daily basis because it's a verb right so it's got to look like something and I've shared some pieces of this before when I've been with you but it intentionally shows up love is present with purpose and when you do that it looks different than just being physically around another human being. When somebody's present with purpose, it looks different. Love engages just like I talked about Jesus and Peter. uh, It engages those who are difficult to love. It brings resources, tangible resources to the table to be used to bless others. It expresses the root of our connectedness is because of love, because of what Christ did for me, what I couldn't, because he did for me, what I couldn't. So I too must love. It reconciles, it forgives it offers hope, it transforms. My mom told me a long time ago that your job is not to be a people fixer but a seed planter. And there's a lot of freedom in that when we think about the context of love and how we're tangibly doing that on a daily basis. That if my job is just planting seeds and I'm really trusting God to give the increase, then the outcome of what happens with that person, with that relationship, even sometimes, you know, the scriptures say, as much as it depends on you, live at peace with all men. There's sometimes I've done the best I can and it still hasn't necessarily ended in the warmest and fuzziest of relationships. That's okay, that's not my responsibility. The outcome isn't on me. The seed planting is on me. And I can do that with my time, my talent, and it's gotta happen with my treasure. And so, whether it's to Timothy Hill, whether it's to a missionary in Zimbabwe, whether it's to Doug Wade and what's going on down in downtown Memphis, um, your treasure's got to be a part of that equation. And um, and in doing that, it's God honoring. And I love Malachi three because it's the only ta- place I know in the Bible where God says, "I dare you, I dare you to try to outgive me. See what happens." And I'm just blessed that we get a chance to be with the Highland family. Thank you for loving Timothy Hill, loving young people that you're never going to meet. And this week, I've, I've probably been here seven, eight, ten times since the last time my wife got to join me. She got to fly down with me this weekend. So, and we have a friend visiting with us as well, uh, Camille. So my wife Emily is back here. So hoping that you'll get a chance to see her because I get so blessed to be around you guys. Very encouraged. And thank you. Thanks, Thud, for
0: what y'all are doing at Timothy Hill. So, Russ was shooting a video a few weeks ago about um, Hope Works and the ministry out at the prison, and he was interviewing one of those inmates, and he was talking about his life and how he wound up in prison. And he said this great line. He said, you know, I never woke up in the morning and thought, I'm going to commit a crime today. And, uh, (coughs) And the point was that the guys that wind up there wind up there because they were brothers or sisters in need. They were at a critical moment in their life, and at that critical moment, the love of Christ didn't intersect them, right? And so they went the wrong way. They made the wrong decision. What I love about what Timothy Hill's doing is that they recognize that these young people who are aging out of the system, entering into adulthood, are at a critical moment in their lives. And so many of them are in desperation. They are brothers and sisters in need. And what john says is that the way that the sheep are brought into the pen okay is that the love of christ extends from the body of christ and brings them in when they are in need right we see them brothers and sisters in need and then what we give then we give what we have to make them feel god's love yesterday I was driving to the airport in LA from Malibu I was at the Pepperdine lectures this week it's a I mean preaching's a hard life and <laughs> and my best friend who ministers in North Carolina and his dad who's a minister in Houston were riding in the car to me to the airport and his dad asked me what are you preaching about tomorrow Eric And I said well you know we support Timothy Hill Their thud's coming down we're gonna talk about what Timothy Hill's doing and he said let me tell you a story about your friend Ben and Timothy Hill, he said, years ago, Jerry, who's Thud's dad, <clears throat> came down to visit our church to share about the work of Timothy Hill. And at the time, they specialized in care for orphans without parents. And so he came down and he spoke about Timothy Hill. And afterwards, Ben, who was five or six at the time, asked his dad to tell him a little bit more about it because he didn't really understand. And so his dad explained to him in language that he could understand as a young kid. He said, you know, there are kids out there who don't have parents. You now there are kids who are in need. They're kids who are homeless. They're kids who are scared. They don't have anybody who loves them. And then he walked off and his lip was kind of quivering and they thought we may have just blown that as parents, you know. And he comes back in and he's got his piggy bank. And he says, Dad, I want you to send this to, to Timothy Hill Ranch. And his, you know, as mom and dad, they're so moved by that that they, they count out the money, $6.32. And they say, are you sure? And he says, yes, I'm sure. So they put it back in the piggy bank, they put it in a box, taped it up, and they send it to Timothy Hill, $6.32. So 20 years later, my friend's in college, and he, he goes to Timothy Hill on a short-term mission trip, and he can't figure out where the building with his name on it is. <laughs> okay, no, that's not why he gave that money. It's not about him it's about brothers and sisters in need it's about the love of christ and next week when you help us give one hundred and eighty thousand dollars so that we can give it away to timothy hill and the best ministries in the world i can promise you brothers and sisters in need will feel the love of christ let's sing together and then we're going to celebrate a new life in christ
1: behind me holy holy